0: Welcome
1: to something crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut
2: Welcome to something crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to something crunchy. All right. Back. That- in the studio with Tyler D and I want you to want B.
1: Let's put him up. (laughs) Cheers everybody. How are we feeling tonight? I am totally subscribed to tonight's episode.
3: <laughs> yes,
2: you should be.
4: Yes.
2: We have an awesome guest with us tonight. We have been really looking forward to this one. She's an actress, writer, and producer with two new films coming out soon. She's also an artist, social media starlet, and host of the Jess Paul Show. Please welcome Jess Paul.
3: Yay! Yay! Thank you, guys. Look welcome. Intro.
2: How are you, JP?
0: Oh, I I I'm doing great. I'm I'm sitting on my bedroom floor. I'm surrounded by fake pies and cake. Like um, I love that. I'm drinking oh. real coffee.
2: That is so your style. I can't wait to get into some of the art and the fake desserts that you get into. <laughs> Um,
0: my life, my life's really tasty. I have, you might, you <laughs> it might looks even like say it. crunchy. <laughs> Ooh, I'll see
2: what you did there. Well, thank you for coming to crunch down with us. We are going to have some fun. Uh, we're definitely fans of your show and we will yeah. certainly be yep. discussing it tonight, but we are eager to hear about both of these new projects that are coming out here soon. Uh, just let's start with Fang, the horror film.
0: Okay. Audience, um, Every, everybody everybody that has ears right now, I know that you're tired of listening about indie movies. People pimp in their indie movies, but I got to tell you, these are pretty cool. These are going to be pretty cool movies once yes. you hear about them. So we're talking about Fang right now, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. So Fang, bringing it with a horror. If you guys like psychological, drug-fueled... Um, we can throw some psychedelic in there too, I guess. Oh, but but kind of please. mind-bending, like uh, transformative horror. Oh my god. Yeah, speaking gonna gonna my
4: Fang. language.
2: Sold at drug fueled <laughs> <laughs> Completely sold by drug fueled. Yeah.
4: I like everything <laughs> that you're it's, saying. It's
0: psychological, psychedelic.
2: Though. You're speaking my language. Yeah. Keep going.
0: Yeah. So Fang is this story about protagonist Billy, okay? And he has a shit life, basically. Are we 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 swear a lot on this show. Right? Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Yes. Feel free. <laughs> okay, so he's he's really representative of those kinds of, you know, those those lost and invisible people in society. It it actually, I mean, I'm not going to speak. Badly on any city, but we did film this in Chicago and we did have an actual crack house right across the street from the set. Wow. Okay.
3: Like, you yeah, didn't need legit. some more details
0: like, we're about this. we not to go outside. Um, it, it was just a really bad area, but we're it, painting it actually a picture matched, here. it matched like the character's surroundings very specifically. And you kind of find out that Billy is this loner, not on purpose, but um, he, He's also very poor, and he's living with a mother that is just spiraling into uh, Parkinson's-fueled dementia.
3: Wow. Yeah. I mean,
0: due to Parkinson's sometimes, especially fifth stage, which is what the character of Gina had, she is forgetting things she's mixing things up and she thinks that she's still back in her heyday as like uh, a southern beauty pageant queen and so it gets a little murky uh billy billy meets my character eventually um my my character's name was myra she's a doll she's very um (laughs) what's the word uh she she has she literally doesn't know what she steps into when it starts kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of both of the people in the house losing their minds. But I get to be kind of the the straight man and everything that's also very naive and has no idea how to treat these people. Uh, and so as the story goes on and Billy is self-medicating himself with some pills that Myra is trying to so naively help him with, uh, he starts to hallucinate. He starts to kind of overdose. And at some point, and I, am I... Am I sure if I even know, like <laughs> what is what is the reality of the situation or not? Because for Billy, at least, it gets so real and so, you know, gruelingly scary that that I don't even know by the end if if we all know what exactly is happening. So it's it's a fun ride, guys. And it's beautiful. I mean, what I keep telling people is just go to the Facebook page and just scroll down and look at, the monitor shots like they're not there's no special effects on these because i haven't even seen those yet but just the stuff that the director took on his phone of the monitor on the day is so gorgeous um the the lighting by jason our our dp jason kranich it was just it, it's the kind of movies that i imagine myself growing up to be in one day well, and amazing. i'm like looking at it
2: yeah uh, i know congrats uh-huh. so you i think you and answered on an indie budget no, that is awesome I think you answered my next question so you have not seen uh the final cut yet you have not seen the film I know it's not coming I out till not. the beginning of the year okay yeah, so that's, that's exciting that's the
0: opposite of Galatea I've seen Galatea so many times <laughs> when it comes to Galatea I've watched the color for color correction so many times that I put a podcast over the over the audio so that I so I'm you know listening to something crunchy while I'm while I'm you know, watching myself just um, have my own breakdown in the movie.
2: (laughs) No. Okay. So yeah, let's do move on to Galatea. This one you uh, sign on as a producer as well as being the lead actress, correct?
0: Yes. Which is really how I like it.
2: (laughs) I'm sure you do. Yeah. Tell us about Galatea. This one I have seen the trailer for. Uh, This looks awesome. Th- this we have really a tiny
0: great. little teaser, you guys. Like it, it's it's literally just one shot that we put to a little bit of music, but it yeah. really does drive home. Um, a, well, not even drive home. It introduces some of the very specific aspects to our story. You know, like the this color scheme, this mystery. Because um, even the the only two characters that were in the teaser are just. I wear that yellow hat the entire movie. It's it's kind of <laughs> like a cartoon. Like, I it, the way yeah, that I, I love think that. about it. Like, did you guys ever see, you know, Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, that's one of our, like, spiritual... I mean, we, we of course, as a collective crew, have many, you know, references and inferences. Influences, Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, I say, would be a big one because we really treated this movie with a basis of, like, everybody in this movie so many great performances that are that are grounded in reality and kind of modern acting but the the world that surrounds it kind of the colors the situations the sci-fi that my director made up but it's so creepily is coming to life in the real world oh I can tell you guys about that Um, it's it's so it's so much fun, and that's exactly how I like it, when you pair something that you can actually believe in with a world that you can't find in your regular life, which is this AI, you know, fully functioning brain in a computer, and, and then, you know, it's you're looking at it, you're you're watching it on the screen, you're listening to her, it's a whole character.
4: Oh my gosh.
0: So the guy in the helmet, he also wears that helmet almost the entire movie, and I almost... I almost wear the hat the entire movie. We do kind of take them off near the the climax of the film. Oh, spoiler alert.
3: <laughs> and, um,
0: so, so he does wear that helmet and it it's so cool because it's quite a staple for the the visuals of our film. One thing that my director Ben says, it's completely true, is that when you're watching an indie film, an indie feature, you don't know who these actors are. You know when you're watching Brad Pitt, you know when you're watching, you know, Liam Neeson. But you don't always know you're looking at a no-name. So one thing that we did that I feel like a lot of filmmakers don't really, again, think about, don't really put into, into practice, is that we've really differentiated between all the characters. And so you, you really are getting this kind of full bath of color and references. Again, like
4: Stay we have like silhouettes,
0: in. we have individual uh, visuals and that pink helmet, it it does have, I'm trying to think if I should even, I can't say completely what it is because it's actually part of the the big the big plot, um, but he does wear it the whole time. Uh, it's quite a fashion choice. He did pick the color. The character did pick the color. just <laughs> he likes pink, and I can say it's really important to him from his childhood and through the whole movie. They're like, who the fuck is this guy with the pink helmet? But <laughs> it's it's important and especially for him like you kind of learn that a little bit early that like he just it's like it's kind of his thing but then you kind of learn exactly why he's wearing it towards the climax of the film
2: wow um okay so are these your first features that you've done these two that are coming out
0: nope 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 no these are going to be my mm, third and fourth or fourth and fifth am i forgetting one (laughs) wait wait a minute (laughs) Yeah, uh, I I actually the first feature that I was ever in, I also produced. That was quite a that's quite a fun little ride there. Uh, um, it was called Brew House, and it actually just came out on DVD. Really? So Brewhouse. if you ever want to see my first attempt at producing a horror movie, I do. You know, and, and I'll say I don't like to. I don't like to be very specific um, about like what I feel about my first productions ever because I, I do want people to watch it and think for themselves. But I will say with Brewhouse there are things that I really love about it and then there are things that are like, oh my god what, who thought that was a good idea you know <laughs> all, learning all the experience. Way from, like writing to final execution there are both there's a mix of that in there but it was it was my first production as a feature and and it was a found footage and I mean you guys I love found,
2: you know, found that's yeah.
4: exciting that's awesome
2: yeah I really like found footage stuff okay so let's go back to Fang for a minute you mentioned like that one also has really good cinematography uh, the subject matter for Parkinson's I thought is really unique and different that's something that like really you don't, yeah. you don't see a lot of so I think that's really interesting that's intriguing from what I understand based on reading it there, there's a rat involved and that's where Fang comes from
0: I didn't even say that yet. What what am I doing? <laughs> I was I was being I was being so um you know vague about You're being like, a little the, coy the with of, the plot.
2: I was.
0: I was I was creeping you guys into it. I was just giving you a little bit of a time to pause, if deep. you will little rat crumbs so yeah okay so the main hallucination that billy is having when again is trying to self-medicate himself so that he can finally go go to sleep because gina his mother is screaming in the night because she's you know she's also you know having her own problems over there in the dementia. next room yeah is she so he believes that he's turning into a rat after he's gotten bitten in his uh, Bedroom or bath in the bathroom somewhere. Uh, I forget. I forget where the guy got bit. But but (laughs) yeah, he he believes now kind of because when I first started talking to Richard, the director, I looked at the poster and he told me he told me vaguely what it was. And I'm like, Spider-Man. So so, what are you saying like he so, got bit now he has superpowers? you go and so Richard's like, no 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 no, not superpowers, definitely not superpowers. kind of the opposite of superpowers.
3: Like, yeah, it sounds darker it, than that, he thinks for he sure. has superpowers.
4: Sure. He's really guys. Not at it all. gets
0: it gets so dark and it's really cool because as an actor, you sometimes. Like this wasn't a lot this movie, but sometimes you're acting with something that's not there. So I can't wait to watch some of the the things that are spliced in that I couldn't necessarily see. Oh, I'm there's, sure there's a lot of practicals. Like there's practical effects. We did a lot of makeup, but uh, that I could see. But there were a couple things that is just going to be a surprise to me when I watch it in Lottie in the you know the theater.
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: You know, being an indie film, you. I mean, obviously, work practical more than VFX. There are going to be some VFX, but it was more like camera placement that they they were like kind of splicing back and forth and like an actor had to leave. So I had to react to to something that wasn't there, like at the very end. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I, I actually have an image in my mind of me, like standing in a doorway screaming. And <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I, didn't, I wasn't seeing anything. So but it was but from what I've heard, it's pretty gruesome. <laughs>
2: So which genre of film do you enjoy more, sci-fi or horror?
0: I have to say that I'm a pretty big horror buff. I could talk a lot about the kind of horror I like, but I don't know if the kind of horror I like is everybody's cup of tea.
2: Well now Well now we're yeah, we're gonna need to know. know Okay, you guys
4: I mean obviously we're gonna need to know. Our audience
2: is big horror fans. We're (laughs) big horror fans. We just dedicated the whole month. Okay, well if I tell you guys you have to
0: you have to promise to tell me some of your guiltiest pleasure horror, okay?
2: Done. Oh yeah, sure, easy. No problem done.
0: Okay. So I love found footage, and I really mean that. Like, like I know you said was it like did yes, you say that you loved found footage as well? Um, like I I just believe, I, I put it on a higher pedestal than I think a lot of other people do, because literally every single year that goes by every two years, every five years, you have a new technology that you get to play with as the, the framing of the movie. We watched a couple of films leading up to brew house that had to do with either screen sharing or recording on a device or security camera or like, but these things didn't exist, you know, two decades ago in the form that they did. So everybody gets to innovate and, I love the paranormal activities, which was which we can talk about more in the um the the burned by Rotten Tomatoes segment that oh, we're yes. going to do. Oh yes. Yes. yeah. <laughs> so I yeah I really love found footage and I think that there's a, a lot of examples of it being done well as as I mean as opposed to schlocky and cheap, which is definitely what we was. <laughs> <laughs> but um but we you know we did again research uh what has already been done and kind of tried to I- infiltrate our style into what exists and trying to improve upon it we didn't improve upon it by the way but uh we got to watch <laughs> a lot of good movies in the process so I love found footage um and I also love like a good ghost story you know I know that sound You're that just, might sound the classic like a classic ghost story Yeah. Like I, the thing about me and ghosts, like I have been obsessed with ghosts all my life.
4: Love ghosts.
0: I, and so even to this day, I consider myself as somebody who doesn't necessarily believe in anything, but ghosts are something that like, I, I'm, I'm not, that poster with the grainy UFO picture on it. I want to believe, like, (laughs) I, I want to believe that people that we love are like physically, around us like yeah. sometimes or or that because like honestly guys I have not cried at something more than every single episode of Ghost Whisper with Jennifer Love Hewitt every single week <laughs> I would cry every <laughs> single week because and, and I don't know if you guys watch that show because I've like seen a couple I haven't but I'm like, definitely like,
4: gonna need to now just because I know that you cried from it well this, <laughs>
0: the thing is well this is the thing like and it makes me feel silly because, you know, nobody liked that show. <laughs> like, oh, really? I think it actually did well. But um, but I don't know. It, it was also like, let's see how many really adorable, like, cute dark looks we can put Jennifer Love Hewitt, Hewitt in <laughs> while, you know, she's talking to dead people. <laughs> but the
4: part show that always got me,
0: the part that always killed me the most was when uh, at every single episode, she would help some kind of ghost crossover after, you know, she helped them with their unfinished business. And then the, the person that, that maybe would have been their family member or a friend that were there that were like the, you know, the, the live person was like, I don't believe my husband's really talking to you. And then something, <laughs> you know, there's something kind to of prove. And it's like, okay, we, you know, we do this every single episode guys. And so when I would watch that ghost crossover into the light, it's, it felt stronger than a death. It was like, oh, this person's really moving on from this plane. Like when I when I would watch CSI, I don't know why I was so desensitized to murders and stuff or Law and Order. Like I, it just didn't affect me. I'm gonna go ahead and, and say so watch- you bald
4: your eyes out and ghost.
0: Yeah, like, and that's what <sighs> I mean. I would it would happen every it would happen every single week, and I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> cry to over Jennifer Hewitt, and what she would cry, oh, forget well, it. She like, caught it. There's
4: ghosts. I see the appeal.
2: Speaking of ghosts, um, I did happen to stumble upon Grimm's Frightmares, where oh, did you? you did the voiceover work telling ghost stories. That was good stuff. So good, in fact. I think we need you for next Crunchtober to read some stuff for us. Like, we'll send it to you ahead of time. We would love to use that voice. That is awesome. You want some scary stories? Check out Grimm's Frightmares. I also need to go back and address the found footage stuff because I do completely agree. And I like that you address the technology angle of it. And I completely Mm -hmm. see what you're talking and can think of lots of examples where. I mean, like the unfriended and the new one that came out, where it's yes. like specifically about the Zoom calls, uh, searching. I think it was where um, guy lost his daughter. Um, but you could even go back. I hate to use Blair Witch Project as uh, an example. That was what started it all. But it's what started so I mean, it I mean, like the OG. Okay, so here's what I had to say about that. And here's, okay. it's like tied to the Did technology. You have some knowledge on me? I am. Well, if, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to agree with you and, and use it as an example. Because that was not the first found footage okay, film. Okay, I want
3: to hear it. Yeah. But it
2: was yeah. the first found footage film that tied itself to the internet. And they created a okay. website. And they used that to lead, lead everyone to believe it was real. In the right. trailer, they directed people to the website, and so you get a glimpse of all of that before you even go see the movie. So you really are thinking it's real. And they used like that little extra push of the technology available to make you, you know, make you believe. So like yes. that good example. I like that angle. Um, yes, voiceover work. Gonna need you back for that. Um, let's talk about some of the shorts.
3: Oh, okay. oh yes
2: like the, you can't sleep on the shorts you know that is like perfect for the millennial attention span um you i have, agree y- <laughs> and like youtube it's you know that's where it's at and you have some award-winning shorts under your belt um and they really do show off your chops for the art i must say immaculate reception that was really good and that uh did well at the festivals am i right yeah that
0: was my sundance film that's that's the thing that literally my my friend wrote an entire character named her Jess the thing the, the problem with this story is that we weren't this close of friends but he he wrote this script and then he called her Jess and all she did the whole time was flip her hair and say you guys I went to Sundance I I I I know everything.
3: <laughs> but like, yeah, like saying? for a
0: long time, when somebody would like ask me like what, so what have you been in? Uh, and I would say like I went I went to Sundance, like, I
3: was in a Sundance film. <laughs> and that would be you're and making that, me and do this Because right
0: like, the, the thing is, whenever an actor, an indie actor, like their biggest thing is a short. It's like I know for a fact you haven't seen the movie I'm about to tell you that I was in. So I just go um I was in a Sundance film so. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so
2: yeah, that was good. That was that was fifteen minutes of fun. I really liked that. The the male lead opposite of you, I thought he did a really good job. I liked. We have football, smoking weed, and some sex, all in like fifteen minutes. Like that's
4: I love all these things. Um, <laughs> I love that. And,
2: and sibling rivalry and like um sibling torture which Ooh. is an underappreciated... We love let me that. Can we tell you
4: some behind the scenes about- uh, That's
2: what I'm trying to we get you to do We can connect with here. that. Oh, that's, that's very relatable <laughs> for long, a very underappreciated so, element of film. And film
0: honestly, it, like... like- I, I don't use it enough when I want people to watch my films. Like I should just like point out all the films that like I get half naked and and people will be like, Oh yeah, sure, maybe I'll actually watch that stupid shit. No, stupid your
2: film. angle there is we used a uh, period specific seventies bra and you That get, you bra know. was actually
0: a bigger star than I was on <laughs> set. Like everybody was so excited about it. It's a We're noticeable part bra? it's a noticeable
2: part of the fifteen minutes, I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, so they very specifically ordered this, you can tell. this 1970, early 1970s specific bra um, that is just like, uh, you know, at that time, you know, I don't really, I never really thought about it, but like the technology wasn't there for like, you know, uh, curve hugging No, and, it, it was a Coney and, good time. Yeah, it was so it be, I mean literally, literally, like, do you know how the first bra was ever made? It was a bunch of napkins like sewn together. And like this wasn't that far off. So <laughs> like that's just what they wore back then, especially like if you were just like a a, a whatever, you know, 16-year-old yeah. in a in backwoods, you know, Pittsburgh or whatever. Well,
2: let's talk about a funny man next. That was the first thing I saw you in. Um, well, I think I saw your acting reel before that, but I saw a funny man and I was pumped expecting a nice comedic, strong performance and (laughs) comedic. comedic It was not a strong performance. It was, that was really good. Give us a little background on that, like plot, plot wise.
0: So if you guys haven't seen funny man, (laughs) it is a guy that is seemingly looking to, be getting ready for work in the beginning of the day, and uh, and then my character who's doing the same. I burn my eggs. He is making sure to set the perimeter of his garage so that he could fill his garage with exhaust and kill himself. So before he does that, he gets on the phone while he's sitting in the front seat to call the suicide hotline, which is something that he had done many times before, and they put him on hold. <laughs> um oh my god which is what? yeah yeah uh which i think is that
4: is that a thing Do, i, I don't sure think you can count. put them Not on <laughs> hold there's no way you can be like you know what no, 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 hold wait, that actually, thought actually right no, 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 no
0: if i'm remembering correctly my director told me a story that they thought of it okay they came up with that idea meaning the the people who were i think did everybody freaking write that movie? I have this group of friends where we just we just do all of our movies together. When I was back in Pittsburgh, like, we basically would just trade, like, positions on set and just, like, do each other's movies for each other. So I don't even remember at this point all of my friends that wrote that movie. But they did come up with the idea, and they they decided to try to see what like for research i guess to call the suicide hotline to see you know what they sounded like or whatever yeah. and i think that they actually were put on hold
3: What?
2: <laughs> oh, i see okay, okay. <laughs> that totally but, but right. yeah, up. Up
4: yeah be plot, like, what? And it
0: was coincidental like like they'd already come up with the whole what? plot that that and it really did happen if i'm remembering correctly or i'm just making up for this podcast no i think i think that actually did happen. <laughs>
2: That one was done really well. It was very simple, but with only two characters in it, there's like easy duality, the contracts between your character and his character. Um,
3: I I have to to say that
0: that kind of punchline. So I end up getting on the phone with him and that happens because I call his phone in a run-of-the-mill, you know, marketing spam call. Sales attorney. And I'm (laughs) I'm selling life insurance.
4: (laughs) Oh my God, crazy timing.
0: You know? Like funny man,
4: <laughs> so you end up talking to him.
0: Yeah, and um, and possibly are not talking him off the ledge. That one is actually a mystery. What happens at
4: the oh, end? Oh, I need too. to see the. It is you a mystery. Really do. Yeah. I was
2: left with the impression that you talked him off of the ledge, and oh, I'm again, like up. That, that's a short, and it starts off very uncomfortable to watch as a viewer, and mm-hmm. in a very quick time, it kind of all evolves into something that's a lot easier to digest and a lot easier to watch. And I think your character is what provided that almost like not necessarily a comic relief, but definitely like a lighter side to contrast his like trying to end things. I really,
0: I really do appreciate that. I mean you as an actor, like not even talking as an actor producer, because I do get to have a lot of control over the things I do sometimes, but as an actor, one thing that I think that a lot of beginners don't consider when they're getting into the industry and they're getting onto their first films is they they take anything that they can, which is fine. Like, that's kind of how you do it. You have to start somewhere. But as you develop, you think about your catalog as your as part of your career. Like, right. it, it, you can't do that so much in, in in retrospect until it actually is in retrospect a little bit. And you can try to you know, pick out your best parts and then maybe also like what kind of actor you want to be or what kind of roles you actually want to take if you had the choice. And I got to say, I'm so proud and feel so lucky that I was handed some of the amazing material and direction that I've been given in the past few years because I started doing this acting in indie film when I was 22 years old right out of college and I'm 30 now so I've only been doing I mean it's it's gonna be a fraction of my life but it's (laughs) still still not a long time and and I'm just astounded by some of the things that are created and I feel so lucky that I was presented with them
2: I love the direction you're taking us into. And uh, let's bring your show into it because you go uh, into a yeah. lot of detail on your show on like the equipment that you use. Um, you address a lot of questions about those looking to get into acting. Uh, there's even an episode that you did on just improving one's acting reel, which is really cool. I'm curious what advice you might have for those looking to, you know, make their own shorts, maybe from like a DIY standpoint, just like uh, the first place only DIY. you
3: would start
0: you know it's so funny because i've had another thing that i'm really grateful for is that i've been given opportunities to to again teach and maybe it's because i guess it's because yeah i'm already doing it so it, it makes sense but the and, and I, I'm constantly telling people what to do. I think really that's like the, the key that I love telling people what to do.
4: So, <laughs> Complete <laughs> control, I guess.
0: So, so over the years, like even since I was still a very beginner, I was trying to compile the, the lessons that I'd learned, and I started writing blogs. Actually the same guy, the same guy who wrote the script about me flipping my hair and talking about Sundance. He had this website (laughs) in Pittsburgh and it was called the casting pit. And he doesn't, he doesn't run it anymore because now he's like making video games out in like San Francisco. But um, I started writing articles for his website about what I kind of was learning so far. And I feel that you don't really accomplish much until you cycle it back into the reciprocation of helping out those who are starting out too. Like, and the reason to do that, that, because I'm not getting any money out of it or anything. I mean, I guess I could get like two cents for the, the ad cents on the videos, but, but like, it's, it's part of the, the, the growth culture of what you're doing. And then when you, when you tell people kind of what to expect or how to be their best or how to take the right steps early, you're just creating a better ecosystem for yourself to thrive in that, you know, people, people around you aren't making mistakes or, or they're getting ahead before they're making catastrophes or they're embarrassing themselves or they're not doing enough, you know, like I just, I've had people that have helped me or encouraged me. I remember every single one of them, yeah. you know, from time to time. So I I want to be that person for someone too. Well,
4: that's awesome.
0: I know. I'm so great, aren't I? <laughs>
2: you really are. I mean,
4: pretty impressive. Cheers to Jess. I know. But that is nice because that's like pretty life-changing to people sometimes when they don't know what they're doing or what's going on. They watch a couple of your videos also and all of a sudden feel comfortable to do you know, a fraction of the things that you've done. And and the
0: thing is, everything that I have done, I did on a no budget, low budget DIY kind of skill
4: anyways. Well, that's like, like inspirational to people yeah. that don't, that's can't afford motivating. a whole lot or, you know, they're just like, but I have so many ideas. I might not be able to put up a whole like huge budget towards it, but to be able to see some of those tricks or things that can make a big difference. I mean, that's huge for people trying to do well, these actually, things. Well,
0: actually I, I just realized that I didn't actually answer Blake's question, um, <laughs> but but what what I was getting at actually by explaining that whole lead up was that, you know, having DIY the whole thing and figuring out things as I go along, um, I realized that specifically in this day and age, it could have been different for like if your uncle, if your dad, or somebody was like into like film acting back then, yeah. and I mean specifically film, because now. We're not only able to have the kind of technology to to make our own stuff because it's so cheap and a, and it's available to the public, but we're almost expected to. As, oh, my God. Especially during the quarantine. Like, right. You know, I, I live in L.A. I, I just came out here um two years ago so this whole past year has me like i came home from fang fang like literally at the end of shooting this was january of this past year Mm. my mom was like are you hearing about this corona i'm like what the heck is that (laughs) you know i i had to to not have heard that term before that's crazy that that time once existed because now, you know, I haven't, I actually haven't been auditioning because I don't really think it's worth my life. Like I've, I'm actually one of those people that those annoying people on Facebook that say, please wear mats when you go outside. You know, I'm that person. (laughs) Um, but like, I, I just, um, we have to, as actors now film all of our own, our own auditions from home, which I was doing anyways. And I had my whole setup. Like I just told everybody, I already know
4: how to to do this.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, you know, now we're expected to do this forever. Like actors are going to have to be their own producers. And that's my piece of advice is that I understand that you actors might not be writers or you don't want to be, but you're going to have to learn how to do some things for yourself. And I literally mean produce your own content because you might think that you don't necessarily have to be forced to do something like that but it will put you ahead, especially because so many people know how to do it. And you know, I've been on YouTube for a decade. Is that, that is a crazy thing to say. And what I mean by that is like, I I started a show when I was 19 years old called Wrecked radio. Yeah. 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 Guys. And, um, and when I started it, I, again, was fumbling with the technology. It, like, the entire green screen show always looked bad. Like, I
3: thought about my radio it, it was no, so much
2: You're too hard on yourself. And especially for that time, like, it, it was literally the exact same setup as Tosh.0. And he still uses the that's exact same technology. No, that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. It's even, like, the same, like, angle. No, it, it still works.
0: There are better episodes than others where I got that green screen right. I just literally, <laughs> I, I, one, could not care enough. And two, didn't, did not really have all the resources to, to actually do it if I did care. But, um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, the, like the quarantine and the virus has definitely helped YouTube and YouTubers like you explode. And before we jump into YouTube, let's take a break. This episode of Something Crunchy is brought to you by Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to excellent sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads like this mid-roll, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. We at Something Crunchy proudly use Podcorn ourselves and get many of our paid sponsorships through this platform. It's easy to use, free to use, and it's a must-have even with a very small audience. Podcasters can browse and choose opportunities right on the site, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is there to support you along the way to ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do. If you're a fellow podcaster or thinking of getting into podcasting, sign up at podcorn.com. Also, there's a link for you directly in those show notes. Don't wait to monetize your podcast when you can get started today.
1: Hey guys, thanks for listening to Something Crunchy, and I hope you're enjoying the episode. It now pays to crunch down every week because we're hooking you up with big discounts from big brands. Up to 35% off Invicta watches using code CRUNCHY and apparel from 8080. Where in addition to 10% off using code CRUNCHY, every dollar you spend goes toward an entry into the Dream Car Giveaway don't forget to join the something crunchy facebook group for updates polls and the web's crunchiest memes you can find us on twitter at crunch underscore cast. and feel free to send any questions and your track submissions to something at gmail.com now let's get back to the show
2: Crunchy, this mule is kicking my ass, and this is just Paul. Hey! Yeah! <laughs>
0: that's so cute! <laughs> I almost thought you were gonna play the wreck radio intro music, but uh, that, that one's better. That's uh, better. Because it actually took me a while to figure out what it, what you were doing.
3: What's <laughs> like, oh, right. oh, he God. doing? It? I
2: this sounds, sounds like that. familiar. So. With a big YouTuber among us, we have to do
3: some okay, new you YouTube you revenue.
0: You cannot say big YouTuber because I am the tiniest YouTuber, but like on the scale of YouTubers, like, like, do you know that PewDiePie passed 100 million subscribers? Like, what even is Yikes. that number? I
1: didn't That's even know disgusting. that there were that many people in the world. <laughs> Just to play video games? Come on, man. Well, with a oh, solid and the established YouTuber among us.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have to do some new YouTube rabbit holes. Let's oh, get deep. Um, yes. I
4: love this segment. I want to
2: hear all about your holes, and I'll probably rephrase that next time.
4: <laughs> I hope you don't.
2: Um, I'll start us off. Um, my, go- yeah. my go-to hole that I'm always jumping into into? is it's always the how-to DIY. That's always my first and foremost. Shit. It's everybody. what I've been doing, too. It's everybody's. What are we talking,
0: though? Are we talking like like those those, uh, five-minute crafts that are bullshit, or are we talking like actually, like, like, I'm
2: going to – I'm going to build my own house. It's my new go-to visual instruction (laughs) manual. Like I used to, and I used to be like very super selective and like I would find a face that I trusted with the reviews to back up the resume. Now I click on the first video remotely close to what I'm looking for. (laughs) I had a 13 year old kid teach me how to backdoor something on my Mac earlier this week. Oh my God, yes! It did work though, ghost Scotty. That is what
1: we do! Oh,
3: that's so funny. For
1: me, dude, it usually starts with home improvements and then it goes uh to DIY (laughs) tools to get those home improvements done. (laughs) <laughs> and then it turns into DIY first aid to stop the bleeding oh from the God, tool that I made yes. to fix the house. Yes.
4: For sure. <laughs> oh, I DIY for the home partial crafts at times. Not a huge crafter. Depends on what it is um well, what, anything what your mom hacks? Paths, blair? well it's just like for the house or for like mom hacks or like different diy things that just like blow my mind that i never okay did. you
0: gotta tell me blair what's the best thing you ever made off of a tutorial
4: oh i mean we've like
2: oh i, I a can answer this for blair. furniture what i can answer this for blair blair made what she learned from i think i, th- I want to say it was youtube but it may have been pinterest where she made presents. Uh, we're from Texas, and she made uh, presents for us. Where it was like the nail art with the string that, like, all centers on like a heart or star. That's like somewhere in Texas. Oh, it, that was like, a fun crafty it's like, thing. A, it's, it's like a board art, like a craft present. Like, just that, like a little that was fun-sies. cool. Okay. You gave me one of those, and like that you learned. I totally learned, forgot
4: about that. That you
2: learned from like a like a crafting. Oh, that's
4: delightful. And not precious.
2: To so just like. Jump yeah, I really that is.
4: I've done most stuff for like the kids that are just like, man, I can like just make this shit. Like, who knew? Yeah, the DIY oh. just anything for them. Like, even with a cardboard box, you can turn into like a freaking airplane or something. And you're just <laughs> like, oh my god.
2: I'm curious what a YouTuber watches on YouTube when you're not YouTubing. True. I've got a
0: freaking list for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is I need what, to hear it. this
2: is the segment. Hit <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: Okay. So I watch YouTube mm, easy eight hours a day, like all mm-hmm. day long. Wow. And I don't know. what. And and, I, and when I say that, I mean, it's on, it's playing in the background. Like it's the noise that fills the silence of my life. And usually I'm working like, well, I am, I am always doing something like literally at almost all hours of the day. I am doing something that either furthers my brand because I've, I have a couple that I have to pay attention to. Um, you know, it makes me money in in some either short-term or long-term way. Um, and so in the background is YouTube. I'm just a YouTuber through and through. I've been watching it ever since I got my own laptop before I started college. And I, I like seeing people on there. The thing about me being an actor, it's kind of convoluted because I didn't learn I didn't go to school for acting. I I had the only training I I can actually cite is like going to the community center across the street and like, you know, t- taking like musical lessons from the local piano teacher. Like it just it. I wasn't I wasn't like educated in acting, <laughs> but what I want to do within this career that I'm building for myself is find an honesty. That I don't necessarily think that can be taught, e- even though that's bad news for people that want to know it. <laughs> for but, sure. Yeah, um, sorry, but I I just wanna I just wanna find a place where I like I I when you're looking at someone on on the screen, you can one hundred percent suspend your disbelief that this is like an actor like this is a real person talking you know you they're not saying lines and of course you have to lend that to good material so you know a lot of the time because man I I can't do bad scripts like I just kind of refuse yeah it's a good combination
4: of everything (laughs) yeah
0: and so I I just that that's kind of what I want out of this this career in this life And, and and I think that YouTube is closer sometimes to finding that kind of honesty. I mean, everybody puts on a face, of course, because they're talking to a camera. Like it never looks like you're never, I mean, yeah, sometimes we'll have two people in the shot, but for the most part, like a lot of the shows are done to camera, but in doing it so much. And for so many years, it's made me feel comfortable with the idea of just being in the room with a camera. And that and playing across from it. I recently have been watching videos of Jodie Foster. Okay. Because, yeah, because uh, specifically talking about Silence of the Lambs, because why did I, why was I watching? (laughs) This is my rabbit hole. It's like, wait a minute, how did, why was I watching Jodie Foster? I
2: don't. I don't remember how I got to Jenny Foster. No, see, that's that's on my list. Like like documentaries and behind the scenes stuff. Like that's totally like. I definitely get into
4: some behind the scenes type stuff.
2: Another cuts. Another one that I constantly watch on YouTube is just music and comedy in general. I still tube a lot of tunes. Um, Like I like a lot of random shows. I'm into the drum cadences and just some weird shit. And obviously, I watch a lot of stand up. You'd think I'd be watching good stand up to better my craft and learn <laughs> well, how something. How do you
0: know if it's good stand up until you hear the punchlines? Well, so you, have you, could, like you could just
2: it. tell, and you just like by the name and like the views, you just, you could just tell. And subject line, like, I mean, I, you'd think I'd be. Watching the good stuff to better my craft and learn something, but I seek out the really bad stand-up, like people bombing and getting booed off stage. Oh, it
4: makes me so why do you watching that though, Blair?
2: It's motivating in a weird way, and yeah. it's oh. it also way more entertaining. <laughs> oh,
4: you're right oh, about that. I guess God. I can't, Blair. Another I don't re- know. Actually,
0: I that it does hurt. Like I know why Blair's going. Like oh, you can't. Like because it's just so. It feels so bad to watch somebody oh. really get embarrassed in real life. I don't
4: like that. It's um, like seeing somebody fall and hurt themselves. Like, it yeah. just, like, it hurts me. N-
2: n- now you're just stealing from my list, okay? Yeah. Fails, like, again, people bombing on stage, stunts gone wrong, injuries, low life. I do like I'm a, I'm seeing injuries after. I'm a piece of shit. I'm sorry. So
4: you like, do you like watching it happen? Because I like seeing the broken bone after it happens. See, like I'll get deep into some medical shit. Like so, you're into like the, the doctor side of it. I like the aftermath. aftermath. That's another rabbit hole. The medical shit. Like oh, I'm yeah, Tyler. I know you too. Like we get mm-hmm. super deep into that.
2: Oh yeah. Tyler, what else is on your rabbit hole list?
1: <laughs> well, it starts with the best of MMA fights for me because oh. they they oh. have a
0: of course that would be on youtube i never even thought to look yeah because, that know, shits to pay paper that's
1: just pay-per-view it. yeah it's expensive so i but wait for it gets on the week later when it starts mma the best up, but then that usually turns into like the best street fights and some world star oh. world star some shit like that and then that turns into like uh bully beatdown
0: i never knew why people said that <laughs> Yeah, that,
1: that's like street fights. Like if you see a street fight Got and it. you get it on camera, you yell "World Star" and you post it up on there. That's what people, that means. I feel like I've yeah.
4: seen so many videos that are like "World Star." I thought and that was, like, was for
2: something cool that
1: happens. It, I it,
4: thought it was a record company.
1: <laughs> it is all of the above now, but it, it, it's really? because yeah, it's because people would film street fights and then yell "World Star" and post it on WorldStarHipHop.com. Oh well, that's I pretty see. brilliant. Yeah. Oh. the more okay. you know. And then know that far. turns into like bully beatdowns, like high school bully. He's getting the shit kicked Yates. out of him in high school.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I haven't found those rabbit holes. And that's what's so amazing about YouTube is that there are so many pathways to go down that you might, there might be entire, entire genres of Content where there are
4: multiple stars, oh, there yeah. are thousands upon millions of subscribers. Oh yeah, that you just don't even know exists. Never heard of? Absolutely, until you get like digging in deep. Like I will get deep into certain makeup videos, but I like more of like we talked about like behind the scenes of movies, like V neal Obviously, we watched yeah. Face Off. Oh yeah. So I mean, oh I love Face Off. I can, I like started following V neal on Instagram and watching like different YouTube videos of all these transformations and some of the coolest shit i've ever seen just characters coming to life that just like owner ugh. of
1: optic nerd magazine Ben metric <laughs> <laughs> we binge watch that
2: shit for we like really five did. seasons I went in a hard row on it's that. super bingeable face off
0: you know it's funny there was a point in my life where i always said I, I'm, I i don't watch reality tv and then i realized i don't watch what you think of when you say reality tv like the bachelor or like the Kardashians like I don't watch any of that but I love watching artists duke it out in some kind of force competition yes
2: yeah.
4: we watch like knives well, crafting com- competition, and, like, competition is probably shows. a sub
2: genre of, of reality, reality. but it's very different yes. than just like the reality
4: genre I totally agree Jess
0: yeah and and it's it's fascinating i
4: I watch um ink master like all day too like that's what i've gotten deep into ink master i was like okay i'll watch half of an episode like i mean i have like a tattoo like one and a half and i who
0: has tats in the room uh, we all do. All, all of the
1: above. All I the above. don't.
0: I you have not And and yet, like A I blank slate. have so much respect for the the ja- like the art form of tattooing. Like, and I will watch it. And I know everybody's. I know all of like the stars' names and everything. <laughs> and I follow all their art and their Instas. They and- are so
4: good. I mean, it's so impressive mm-hmm. to see what some of them do. Ink Master is like just creating anything is. Amazing to watch. And you know, like people that.
0: put down a lot of, let me defend the reality show competition here for <laughs> a second. <laughs> oh,
4: like, I like it. Fight for put it. Down
0: that, like, they do, they lump it in with regular reality TV. And I know, like, I've seen the video that says, like, Ink Master's not real. Yeah, I saw it, okay? Now, you don't, we don't have to live by the book. They will make things seem a little bit more suspenseful yeah, for the edit. It's for the TV like, show. Yeah. And so, cause I heard like, oh, they, they actually get a lot more time or there's no, there's actually no time.
4: Time limit at all, it's maybe like, sometimes. Get over that. That's like small. It's b,
2: never like, what it seems like on TV, and we've discussed it on the show. TV. This is speaking from someone who has been on a reality TV show.
4: Blake has <laughs> been on. I, uh, I had some 15 minutes
2: of fame on he some reality did. TV. Have
4: you heard about this? No. JP.
2: I was on um, huh? MTV's Next, <laughs> the dating Next, show. Next, as
4: in, oh my God, wait
0: wait, wait, wait Do wait. you remember? Is Next? that? Is that?
2: Everybody just
1: hang, hang out, out on the bus.
4: Yeah, it's as awful yes, as you think. Oh but, my it's, God, but I used didn't. To watch
2: I didn't that. sign oh up good. for it. I didn't try oh God, for it. Like, like, I'm
0: really, 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 really sorry to say this, Blake, but that's like the
2: worst. No. <laughs> the worst. First of all, first of all, you're right. It's the ab- <laughs> it's, it's the absolute worst. <laughs> Second of all, let me defend myself because I did. I had no affiliation with it. I worked as a bartender at a hotel. And the hotel uh-huh. had a contract with MTV. MTV's uh-huh. all producer, crew, camera crew. All these people were there. That to, is pretty cool. They were there to film Room Raiders, Date Your Mom.
4: Yes, Viacom. They come here and all the time
2: next. And they would always, like, they used the parking lot, they used sets, they used the hotel for different things. And they always tried to get me on. They tried to talk me into it and this and that because I was feeding them drinks every time after they were done and in between. So I was really cool with them. And they, they always tried to get me to do it. I never said I would. Um, and then one time like someone dropped out and they were like in a real bind and they came to me like, seriously, they already, we, like they already went to my boss first and was like, no, really? we, like we need this guy. We need you to still be paying him as if he doesn't have the day off and we're also going to pay him to, to work for it. Yeah. So they, like, uh-huh. they, so they already had, they already had me. So I did it, oh. as, I did it as a favor and yes, they film it all five different ways oh. and then air the most, in, like most entertaining one. And it was terrible. It came out bad. What do you I'm mean? ashamed of myself.
4: Like they film a the different, different outcomes, and then they choose whichever one's like most. Exciting. Yeah, like
2: yeah, they f- they f- film every different outcome where you end up with the different girl. Uh, that's how they typically do it. And I watched them do oh it several God. times. Is but with that? us, they only God. did three, what? and they used the first the one. And, and that's why no, it seems three of the five girls on there uh, like were not single. We're not really? seeing. Yeah. Yes.
0: I actually was on a dating show too. You
4: were? Tell us yeah.
0: about it. It was really cute actually. I liked it. It was uh I, I did not it, it was one of the two things I did while I was here in Los Angeles as far as like big like neat things go. It well, I mean it wasn't even that big, but it was on um Delish, the YouTube channel Delish. Yeah, oh,
1: you yeah. See oh I follow Delish. Delicious. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: and so they they had a little um, web based, you know cooking slash dating show and I was really excited about the cooking part um because I I cook every single meal that I eat like I buy produce and meat and I that's that's how I eat that's actually part I'm of my not, rabbit wow. I'm not missing diets. the restaurants like I don't even <laughs> I don't even notice because I just it's like I I have eggs at home I can make an omelet okay so but anyways uh yeah so I actually went in because in LA, like, if you want the scoop on how, like, you know, what, what happens when you come to LA and you become an actor, you know, you try to find an agent, which I have, I have two, actually, they don't know about each other, but like they exist. But then also when I'm, when you're really starting out, um, you, and don't worry, none of my agents will hear this. I'm positive of that because they don't pay attention to me, but,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, if, when you start out here, you're basically just reading the casting calls on a couple different big database websites, and you're going to them. And it's a cattle call of sometimes thousands of people, uh, like of my same gender, age, uh, you know, availability, they apply to this one job. So it's almost impossible, like the the idea of getting something is is really rare. So I submitted for what, so, what sounded like kind of a fun little gig and it was this cooking show. Again, I like cooking and, you know, dating show. I'm like, that sounds kind of funny. I think that because what for you're sure. doing is you're basically, you're cooking a meal for for your date and they don't, it's a blind taste test. You know,
2: they don't oh, know. Who it that's and they pick cool. the date. Mm. Interesting.
3: Yeah. Oh, I like it's that. called date my
0: plate. Okay. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. My I actually wore the same shirt that I'm wearing right
3: now. As I sit Wait, and talk to you guys. You I'm about you. into it.
2: You sat there and told me how horrible, horrible. it was to be on MTV's next, <laughs> the powerful <laughs> dating show the that po- you've seen powerful. the popular show. From the early 2000s. Wait a minute,
0: but mine had m- mine involved some kind of talent. That's when I'm. <laughs> Blake used
2: a wow. lot of talent
4: to decide.
0: You which know date what? To go on. I like hate how Cause much she Because guys, just
2: spoiler, debated. smashed it, lawyered, right there, <laughs> Lawyer. lawyered, lawyered um you're right spoiler about that alert.
0: spoiler alert guys i won the dating show by the way Whoa, <laughs> really yeah. she won well that's
2: all see that's even better see i was the asshole that had to pick and next and like you actually competed and won. well that's cool
0: yeah so and the thing is like it was it was really cute because the only reason that i applied and thought that i would get a chance is because they're looking for LGBT specific people and I'm bi and it doesn't really mean anything but I was like well I guess I'm in there I my letters in there so no for sure, I, that's cool and and so I went on to it and and they asked me like the interview went went well like I ate a I ate a weed cookie before I left and just chatted with
3: you know the guy who was talking to me and,
0: <laughs> and it was fine like because I knew I knew it just had to be an interview if it was like a just a little reality show so I'm like okay let's go talk about all the food I like to eat and had a, had a good chat and got picked but it didn't matter because I was cooking for a guy and then my competition was also a guy and that's where the LGBT came into place um it, like, because because you know the the guy that would have been picking the dishes, he was by. So. I see. Okay. Yeah, I the combination. See. Well, that's Yeah, so they though. were trying to branch out on the show because I think they you know did all straight people are like, oh, it's like well, that's nice then. Twenty nineteen, yeah, and so yeah, it, honestly, it was a fun day. It was like like yeah, it was I'm just, sure different know, fun opportunity. And, and the thing, it was so great. Like I really I pwned that show because I only cook like that. Like I. Forget things are on the stove all the time. I don't wash my hands between the bacon and like the the vegetables. Like, and I, I it was great because I did all of those things on the show. So <laughs> <laughs> it was very very fun to watch. That is um, cute.
2: I'm glad that we have that in common. Well, we steered a little bit from our YouTube rabbit holes. Um, but so let's let's move we went on. Down our own rabbit hole. Yes, yeah, so we went done our own rabbit hole. Um, You're not getting out of here without talking about some movies, even though we've established that you're more of a YouTube watcher. You jumped all over a segment that we discussed about doing in the future. We waited to do it with you. Let's talk about Big Love Low Ratings, which is movies that we love with a crappy Rotten Tomatoes score, horrible critic score.
4: This makes me so sad.
2: Um, (laughs) Some of these are really sad. Like, like I have a handful here. I'll start us off again, okay. just because I like doing that. Yeah. I'll use any excuse to bring up Polly Shore, and
4: oh, I saw I saw him there low on the list a couple times. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: I love Polly Shore. Of course
4: we do. I
2: still love Polly Shore, and his movies were so poorly rated. Like Son in Law, arguably his best work. Tyler, would you agree? Son in Law is <laughs> it's up there, top. Two. <laughs> one, two, one, two. Well, it's either that or Encino man. Uh, one has twenty-one percent, the what other fifteen like percent. What do you
0: like about Polly Shore, man? You, you gotta, know, to break it
2: down. My mom was asking me that very thing the other day, <laughs> and we were watching Guest House, his new flick. Shameless plug for Polly's new flick, Guest House, <laughs> available on a small screen near you. <laughs> um, straight to stream. What I love about Polly is his. 90s West Coast flair that just Uh in my point of my adolescence that just that was what I no not at all not at all it was it was actually like my counterpart like it was just he should be in the Mount Rushmore of 90s comedy up there with like a Chris Farley and Jim Carrey
4: for the reason that that he
2: changed the way people talk. Like he changed the way people spoke for those. Well, and you, that's something that you
4: like to do is change the way that, not change the way that people speak, but people do talk different because of how you have a flair when speaking at
0: times. Watching Polly Shore, there were some, there were some lines that he would say that he didn't open his mouth for the the entire sentence. Like, like he just, it just like,
1: for sure. (laughs) For sure. He had that character though, and anybody that can develop their own character and then play it throughout their own uh, personal yeah, life, like again, a- and again
0: and again and again. I guess that's why he gets a rap- bad rap, though, isn't it? That he just yeah,
4: he didn't did do anything different. Yeah,
1: well, Larry the Cable Guy. He started on TV and then just did the same thing in his movies. There's so many people that you think that like that's their own persona, but it's not. That's it's just a character that they're playing, but they've adapted it to their everyday life. So, so
0: Tyler, you don't think that's who he really is. No, no.
1: He's not Dude, the weasel. Actually,
0: I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen him in an interview. Does he like break the character and everything?
1: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, he's not he's, the character. He's not stand-up. especially okay. anymore. Like he's, no, he's, he's like he's, that guy,
1: but like very toned down version of that guy. Okay. that was, yeah, that I was bet a that was total an character. Of him. Did you know that his mom owned the comedy store in L.A. forever yes. and ever? Yeah, like they're they're huge in a comedy. She's like one of the most influential people in comedy history, oh. really, in up comedy, really. We met him and his dad, yeah. and
2: um, yeah, they've no, he's he's super chill, he's a really nice guy, and like he's he's not as
1: I mean, but that was not in his heyday when he was also like no, super I'm big thing. It 1991, Paulie was a different guy than what we met, but it Polly was a character, gets
4: low Rotten Tomatoes rating, yeah,
1: though. you know what? Blair? Yeah, he's,
4: he was at that bottom of the list, yeah. yeah, he really was. Blair, I want to know
2: what you have on your oh, big love. so
4: league. many of my Just give, beloved, give me movies what's on the top of low. your list over there. Oh, first up, Tommy Boy. Tommy, Tommy Boy. Tommy really? Boy. You shut your yes. mouth. It better
1: not be. No,
4: I. that's why I hate to say that. I mean, 42%. It's, it's not like uh, that's 15, okay. but it's 42. It, it deserves be, more than that. It
1: should be 80, but 40 is not horrible.
4: I mean, we quote that just like, who
0: does
1: On the daily. Do
0: they you know to be honest guys I really did not know what people thought of most of my favorite movies until I had to look on Rotten Tomatoes like I never really go to the website and do they um do they say what the general like consensus is yeah yes, they,
4: say, they, do. they say like a critics consensus and then they kind of take like I think like a
2: what, what did you find on yeah, yours yeah what,
4: what were you looking for that you were saddened to see got a low rating well okay wait let me get my other sticky note <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I have a handful of like when people ask me like what's your favorite movie or what kind of movie do you like you know sure. I'll I have a handful that I say like are my favorite and to be honest a lot of them that I looked up were pretty uh, fresh so yeah. I guess I generally like good movies <laughs> good to know yes but okay so a couple that I saw that were very odd to me. Okay, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, but I think it's super cute. It's called Odd Thomas. What's Odd Thomas? So, it's actually, a, oh, it's actually a ghost story. It's, it's so Odd Thomas, I'm looking up the IMDb here. Hold on one second, because I want to get these people right. Okay. Odd Thomas. So, it has the late... And, and just gorgeous person, Anton Yelchin. And it's this little cutesy, like, romance. Like, it's very high energy. It actually also reminds me of um, Scott Pilgrim, which is maybe why I liked it so much. But it, it, it's got that kind of feel. It's a little bit cartoony. Like, they really went overboard on, like, these CGI CGI hamburgers because he,
4: uh, Audie, which
0: the guy's name is Odd Thomas. His first name is Odd and his and his last name is thomas and uh audi they call him uh he he works at the fry cook but he can also see ghosts so it's this weird cartoony like uh, i guess it, i mean it, it. it barely feels like horror because it's like if if disney does horror you know <laughs> it was it was pretty cute and um it was on the it was on the rotten list it got a 38 and I was mad because I thought it was such a departure from anything really? I had seen.
2: Well, now I didn't I'm stoked to see it. That it.
0: long ago, I was an adult with a, a fully fledged, you know, opinion when I watched it, and I like—I feel like I, I need to go back and see what everybody's talking about. I also have to read. I didn't even look to see what people like the consensus was, so I didn't even know that was there. But I was pretty upset that Odd Thomas was there. <laughs> it's cute. Check it out.
1: All right. Tyler, what do you got on yours? You guys ever seen Strange <laughs> Wilderness?
2: Strange Wilderness.
1: <laughs> Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Strange World. No, Strange, Strange wilderness.
4: wilderness. You know. Strange Wilderness. Oh, um. No, it's I'm perf- not completely shocked that it got a low rated. It's yeah,
1: perfect. It was it. a terrible movie. You can catch on <laughs> a great cast. You can catch it on Comedy Central at two a.m. pretty much any Definitely. day of the week. Okay. But okay. It, it's it's got a great cast. It's hilarious. It's really funny. Okay, What's parts parts What's of it cast? are hilarious. 2%. On, <laughs> two percent. Steve's on. on. Two fucking 2%? percent. Two percent. <laughs> It's Jeez. worth at least seventy-five in my book. That's awful. Oh, now now you're w- being I, whoa, um, whoa, whoa! Don't listen to that. I think that, it's that is, seventy-three.
2: This percent. statement has not been backed, or, nor is approved by it's something crunchy. He is speaking uh, on behalf of himself when he says that seventy-five percent. Don't
1: watch the Comedy Central version. Get it on Blu-ray. Like, That's true. It's it's a different movie, but it's, it's tolerable. Funny. It's funny enough to be better than two. That's for Wait, sure. He's in his cast, Steve Zahn, way funnier than Jonah two. Hill,
4: Justin Long. Justin
1: Long, Justin Long.
4: Oh, I love Justin Long. Love
2: Justin, and he is
1: hilarious in
4: this. It's like the... you might need to see oh, it a couple times to really get all the the funnies. Or he something. would be. He
0: would be someone I'd, I'd want to work with someday. If,
1: totally if yeah, sure. Seems like everybody's I best meet, friend. I
0: got to meet one of my favorite young actors at Sundance. Oh, that who's that? Cool. Who's that? Oh. I always forget his name. <laughs> I go, oh my god, he was one of my favorite actors. <laughs> I just, he was both in. He was in Jennifer's Body, Haunting in Connecticut, um,
3: oh, horror, and
1: horror
0: actor uh, Kyle Gallner. Um,
1: oh right.
0: <laughs> are you guys? Are you guys messing with me? Do you know? No, me?
1: no, no,
2: no. I, I know who you're talking about yeah. for sure. <laughs>
4: I thought you guys were like, "Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> no, Tyler's probably no, fucking with you, but Blakey I definitely. Was, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> he was in um, he was in Dear White People, and that went to Sundance the same year that Immaculate Reception went to oh, Sundance. Oh yeah. I, so I got to, I got to actually get invited to an actors' brunch at Sundance because I technically fell into the category. You oh, know, that's what I mean? awesome. Yeah, and uh, Alice. Actually, speaking of um, Scott Pilgrim, Allison P- uh, Allison uh, Pill was there was another like actor that I recognized. She played a
1: drummer.
2: Yeah. yeah, She was in American Horror Story. She's been in a bunch of stuff.
0: Okay. And so I, I've watched her all my life and I, I, she was one of the only other names I recognized. and I'm standing in line and I'm to, to the brunch to, you know, get food. And there's this girl uh, just chatting away with the girl in front of me. In fact, she like stepped into line to talk to the girl in front of me specifically. And she's chatting away, chatting away. She has big glasses, and she's talking about how she never learned to drive till she was twenty five years old. When she like, she lived in New York her whole life, and then I realized it's Allison Pill, like standing right in front of me talking. And oh so God. I literally just, I mean, I wasn't part of the conversation, so I guess I could just say that I overheard a conversation by <laughs> by, uh, you know, that 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 actress. But um, yeah. And I also got so I did go up to Kyle, and I you know he was sitting there, and he was there as kind of like you could, like, he was an attraction, like, his name was on the, the ticket, like, that you could talk to them. And so I got to say, like, how much I liked Haunting in Connecticut, because I really did, like, a lot of... I also met the producer on Facebook, I think, like, one of the producers, like, just within, like, you know, friending people and, and talking to them, um, of Haunting in Connecticut. And, like, a lot of people don't like that movie. Actually, I wonder what... I don't actually know what it got on Rotten Tomatoes. That would have been one I should have looked up, because... I, I think that did, did pretty well. I think
2: a lot of people. Do like you think it did? Yeah, probably. A well, people you know,
0: have. I thought a lot of people had problems with the the kind of like really pushing the the CGI of the ghosts or something like that. Because I thought it was fantastic, and the reason I thought it was fantastic was because Kyle was was driving it with the drama of the actual story. Like it wasn't only being scared by these ghosts; it was him being so sick uh, because his character had cancer, and he thought he was falling into delusions and you could just kind of see the sickness in his face like you know an actor can look sad or scared or whatever but to actually like be convinced that they're just so sick yeah he just did it so well and so i i I didn't say that much detail to him but i did say that i i thought it would would be great they Um,
1: probably got better than a two percent for sure strange wilderness (laughs) i can beat that
2: i I could beat that and it's relatable to both, no because she went like horror, yeah. and you went 2%. You know Cabin <laughs> Fever got 0%? Shut up. Cabin, Cabin Fever? Fever that's Cabin Fever, 0%. Eli Roth, Cabin Eli Fever. Eli Roth? Good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, well, what does 0% even mean?
2: Did nobody vote for it? It means the critics hated Cabin <laughs> Fever. That's, that's crazy.
4: Um Yes, I definitely have a huge one that I was shocked that was on this list. Now and then,
2: now and then, <gasps> now Actually, and I think then.
4: I wrote that down too. Thirty-two percent with that cast and lineup, and just like. Uh, Summer yeah. of 1970, Devin Sawa was in it. Christina Ricci, <laughs> Demi Moore, Melanie Grevitt, all my favorite. Thora Birds.
0: Blair, Blair, that's so funny because I think that you mentioned that on another
3: podcast, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mentioned um, Devin Sawa as much as okay. okay. I can. Hey, this is so,
2: episode 61, so I'm going to say we've had <laughs> at least 50 Devin Sawa <laughs> episode <references. Listen, laughs> mentions.
0: That's so funny because like – I've never heard anything like that before, but like, my <laughs> sister had the same attraction yeah. to Devin Sawa. She oh. gets like, sister my has sister that attraction We're not the to only
4: one.
2: Blair's like, over here puddling <laughs> in her chair, just thinking about the guy. <laughs>
0: I think it's just so funny though because it was so that's so specific. And like I didn't know that he was a heartthrob. Like my sister was all about the boy bands when she when we were growing up and I never was. Like I liked the spice well, that probably was saying something about me. I like the spice girls.
3: Yeah,
2: you're (laughs) like, I am so not into boy uh, bands, uh, but uh, spice uh, girls. How do you not (laughs) love the spice
0: girls? Okay. But yeah, but but like that was another person that she liked. And I thought that was funny when I heard it because it was oh, very yes. nostalgic to me. Oh, <laughs> of
3: course.
2: After watching you and seeing your show, that is actually no surprise whatsoever hearing that you were a Spice Girl fan. I could see the influence. <laughs> Who in, is your in, favorite? In the, like the Jess Paul Spice that we I... see on screen.
0: So with my, in my household we pretty much went by hair color for the most part okay. and so I'm a natural brunette so but didn't matter anyways cuz I would have picked her anyways posh spice she had so much attitude okay she owned the
4: room when yes. she was in it wait, you know wait, wait, she wait. had a good fashion sense was that sense. was
2: that the um Victoria Beckham. She's wow. the best one. Yeah. Is that the one? By yeah, far. I agree. She's still, the best one. Still by far. She the best. was then. She is now. I'm glad that we can all unanimously agree. Yeah. <laughs> so- Everybody
4: wanted to be Posh Spice. <laughs> <Yeah>, it- <laughs> Please. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Posh Spice.
2: Did you know that Empire Records only got a 29%?
1: That's a bummer. was like, awesome.
2: <laughs> Empire Records did bad, which sucks. And Boondock Saints did even worse 20%.
4: I hell? think I saw that
1: too. It's one of the best movies ever made.
4: Yo, this is going to be shocking, but Drop Dead Fred from 1991 got no. 11%. Come
1: out. on. You shut your mouth.
4: <laughs> Phoebe Cates alone should have gotten more than 11%. She's worth
1: 40% just for showing. Right?
4: Up. Exactly. You know, most people, that would be the consensus there.
1: I'd watch Phoebe Cates,
2: Drop of Dead, anything. You would. <laughs> would not almost everybody
4: say that? <laughs>
2: Uh, they didn't like Broken Lizard either. Both Super Troopers and Beerfest under fifty percent. Super All Troopers right. got thirty-five percent. That's
1: like disappointing. Grandma's Boy sixteen percent.
0: Grandma's Boy. That's a that's a title that I can imagine on that list really easily. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh my god! I bet the critics didn't love it. I guess it's
1: so watchable though. Every time you see it, you find five new things that's funny about it. It's great. Uh,
4: yeah like
0: like i'm not i'm not knocking your taste but like it just that's the kind of movie that belongs on the low list it just it's just the category like they all they all just kind of puddle down there the goofy like larger than life posters with all the 90s stars like yeah th- that's just like yeah
1: those are my favorites Uh, (laughs) now you're speaking my language give me a real goofy ass poster with a bunch of people on it cartoon style i love love it. it i'll be there just any other big
2: love low ratings movies that you want to just throw out there
0: yeah well this is the thing i like i said i didn't know uh what what movies what anyone thought of my movies um but i decided to go all the way under like down to 25 percent at least and some stuff that I I see on here it's like I think some of these are nostalgic to me, and that's the only reason. Like Tom and Hawk and It Takes Two.
4: Oh, It Takes Two? What percent was eight, that? Eight eight percent. Oh, my heart. No. That rips my heart apart. Wait,
2: hold on. I grew up on
4: that movie. It I just agree. It Takes
2: Two? Is that the one I'm.
4: Mary Kate and Ashley? Oh, my God. That's I can't about, to tell you how You know many what? Times it's because of movie. you
2: that I even know what that is, and I'm ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed of myself. You, <laughs> of myself. Shouldn't, be. you shouldn't be at all. That's got about seven percent. Plenty of men
4: love it. Takes two. It takes two
2: brain cells to enjoy that flake. Is what it takes.
4: (laughs) You thought thought Kirstie Alley was hot
2: in like nineteen eighty seven. Kirstie Alley for thirty seven minutes was like
1: definitely hot. Like early Cheers, Kirstie Alley. She was hot there. Um
4: look who's talking now who's is ta- on this low rating list, and I thought Kirsty Alley was plenty that, out there. Okay. Yeah, that's Look that's who's talking one. now
2: deserves to be there. I
4: disagree. And shame on you for
2: bringing it up. <laughs> but, but you were on something thing with Kirsty Alley in the first one.
4: Tindy now No,
2: that that was a Kirsty Alley I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Slept- your sex too. Slept- <laughs> or
0: Also, the the only other two that I found were very suspect. Practical Magic. Oh, okay? I love Practical
4: Magic.
2: You should see Blair's and face maybe, right now. <laughs> maybe
0: it's a guilty pleasure. Who knows? But oh. like totally. And then Lady in the Water. And I have got Ooh. to tell you, I am just the biggest. M. 9 Shyamalan Stan I didn't see his last airbender because I was trying to watch it over Skype with friends and it Amazing. kept freezing and so I have not seen it it's awesome um but but like I I don't know why people don't people I feel like if people don't like that movie they don't have an imagination that's just what,
2: For that's
3: sure. what I believe
0: yeah
4: I, can see that. I don't know
2: those are good. No, those
4: are. But that, that's my list. I, Do you hate seeing your favorite on this list? You're like, no, I saw it way yes. too much.
2: God, Blair enjoyed your list so much. I really did. You had her bent that over and it up. takes two, yeah. and then she and just, then just by practical magic, practical yeah, magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you had me. You had her. And <laughs> <Just take me.
1: laughs> I'm spent. Well, <laughs>
2: well, Jess, we are going to end on a fun surprise segment for you. Um,
0: Yeah, what do you guys got in store here?
2: Well, you did something pretty crunchy. Um, One of my favorite things you did after your roasting of the bands, um, Uh which was an excellent episode. So (laughs) So up our alley. I love that. In fact, I hope that you will do the same thing one day because you're familiar with podcasts and a lot of podcasts. I hope that you will roast podcasts next and that you will include something crunchy. Um, But I also loved that you did... Things that you wouldn't buy at the dollar store.
0: Oh right, right.
2: And that was an awesome list. I was really into that, and I was like, "God, that's that's a really good segment. We could totally come up with things we would not buy at the dollar store." Uh, so uh, we.
0: God, I mean, that this is great because I have so many more that I that I found that I would not buy at the dollar store.
2: Oh, enlightenment! Oh, us.
0: perfect. Like permanent markers. Cause I was talking up that that office supplies section, but I used some permanent markers in, in rainbow colors, like not in the same pen. Like there was a red one, Obviously. there was an orange one, and 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 so I I put it on my whiteboard, and the next day it actually disappeared. Oh. <laughs> like that's the opposite the of what I want. Like the, the ink the ink just like evaporated. It was like lighter. I I don't know where it went. I was so confused. i so am like, Wow. I didn't know the dollar store could could jip that hard. Like that's really that's really extensive.
2: That's a good one. We came up with these collectively. I'm gonna list off ours here for you. The things okay. that we would never ever oh, ever yes. buy at a dollar store.
4: Loved those.
2: First one on the list, and I could not believe that no one thought of this. And this was just the lowest hanging fruit there. Condoms. Never buy any contraceptives. Oh my God. <laughs> never buy any condoms oh, at a yes. dollar store. You never want to cheap out. Nope. When it comes to the contraceptives, condoms is at the top of the list. Things you do not (laughs) want to buy at the dollar store. Number two, steak meats in general. (laughs) While $1 for three and a half ounce frozen ribeye is easy on the wallet, don't you do it. Don't do it. (laughs) No (laughs) dollar store steaks. Not going to happen. Anything with a plug. I'm talking most electronics in general, but this stuff is not... Um consumer product safety commission approved. So like it is a fire hazard. Like even just a phone charger, that's it, a, that's it can a lot of things. you can ruin your device with that. Uh same goes with yeah. batteries. Those cheap batteries that can leak battery acid. Blair with Ew. her drawer full of toys, you put those cheap batteries yeah. in there. Which drawer you are you can, talking about? You can catch yourself the one <laughs> <Top> <laughs> you get yourself in trouble. <laughs>
4: So I was like, which store did you find <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: and then obviously like vitamins and herbal supplements as oh well my God.
1: you've got to be
4: is- doing yourself harm by actually putting oh, that stuff yeah. in you're your you're exactly right
2: you, yeah. might you
1: might as well better. eat that dollar bill
4: see but no. I definitely agree with you in your office supplies because I don't fuck around <laughs> when it comes to office I'm supplies imagery. I like am passionate about my pens and my yeah. office supplies so like passionate you know about I understand my pens. My notebooks got to be good.
2: Yeah, you don't want to cheap out on No, them, have
4: I, I, I have rethought of a
0: couple of the statements I made because I did – I found some stuff that I feel like I might have talked up a little more than I should have. And then I got home and the marker ink disappeared. And so
4: obviously – Like, well, I don't have those ideas anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know?
2: uh, let's move on to our track of the week. Tonight we got a good one and the artist is a friend of the show. If you are in the Bay Area, you likely already know this man. For everyone else, this is Cap with Bora Bora. Jam. And thank you, Cap. You can find all of his stuff over on YouTube, Spotify, and most listening platforms. He's got some great tunes. Check him out. Also, do yourself a favor and follow Jess Paul. She's got a couple IG pages. This is Jess Paul and Jess Paul art where you can see her artwork, the ones that you'll want to eat. And definitely subscribe to the Jess Paul show on YouTube. It is YouTube gold and every episode is fun to watch. Be on the lookout for both Fang and Galatea coming out soon. But you don't have to wait to see some JP. You can learn all about Jess and watch her award winning shorts on jesspaw.net. Thank you so much for crunching down with us tonight, JP. And yes, you are thank always you welcome Jeff. back. Thank you guys
3: so much for having me on. Of course,
2: this has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And don't ever forget to live your
1: crunchiest life and be crunchy to one another.
3: Cheers. Oh, hi.
1: Don't forget to subscribe,
0: like,
3: follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening.
2: Shameless plug for Polly's new flick, Guest House. (laughs) Available on a small screen near you. (laughs) I want to hear all about your holes, and I'll probably rephrase that next time.
3: (laughs) I hope you don't.